excited to get started. You hear him clapping Whee! in the background. Yay! Welcome, guys, back to the back, pa- back, back patio. Back to the back. Welcome to the patio. <laughs> Great work, Matt. Excellent job. Excellent well, too job. Many backs, like back we did to the back. all yeah, that voice warm up for nothing. <laughs> that is my warm up. Back to the back. Back to the back. Back to the back. Thank you for joining us for the next installment of the new path. Adventure six of the Doomsday Dawn play test path. Play path. Hell. It's called Red Flag. Thanks for joining us. Uh, the uh, story starts, and our intrepid, not quite heroes. The heroes were the heroes of Undaren. You guys are like the worthies, right? You guys are part of the esoteric order. You've done some jobs, but they don't call on you when there's any heavy hitting or any like meat to be destroyed. You guys are the clandestine guys. You are the ones they call when they need to be sneaky or have a beer or convince somebody or seduce somebody. It is 4717 Absalom Reckoning. Two years after the events of Undaren, the last theorem, Ramlock's magnum opus, has been forgotten from history. However, years ago, its ancient resting place, the Pact Stone Pyramid, or Ansolata, as it's known in ancient Zosiriani, was rediscovered and looted by adventurers, only to be lost again by the black markets in the black markets of Katapesh. Both the Night Heralds and the Palantine Eye have sought the last theorem for years now with no success, until recently. You have all received summons to Caliphas from an old friend, Kaleri Deverin, who is now a senior member of the esoteric order of the Palantine Eye. It took her long enough. (laughs) It's only been, what, ten years? It's like the military, you know, they have to have openings and... Gonna kill the person ahead of you in order to get into, <laughs> or that they get slot. promoted, yeah, like the the Sith lords, you know. <laughs> there can be only two. There can only be two. Oh, God. <laughs> After the real heroes extracted the white axiom from the crypt under Desna's temple in Avistan, they gained a major element needed to fight the Night Heralds. But without the last theorem, the power of the white axiom is nothing more than untapped potential. You've all found yourself. Meeting in the Esoteric Eyes Guild Hall and waiting for Kaliri to show up. Who do we have here today? Casey, who are you playing? Taban. Taban. But he's used to being all in Tavin. Tavin? <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> that's uh, going to happen. He's an illusionist. Level 14. Oh, that's cool. Chaotic neutral. So, all right. Could have a little fun with him. I don't yeah. think we've seen an illusionist yet. I don't think he's seen himself yet. Oh, <laughs> only images. <laughs> so you're playing a 14th oh, level illusionist Taban. Yep. Excellent. He has a, well, do you care about stat, uh, equipment or anything? Me? No. All right. No. Well, then never mind. Okay. He got a staff somewhere. you have equipment? Yeah, I do. You got it. All right. <laughs> Wes? My name is Octavius Rendered Obsolete. I am a gnome rogue. I wear no armor. I only wear the finest clothes of all time. And you can bring me in at any situation that requires some smooth talking. 
with that voice. <laughs> it works. It's beautiful. Before voice. before he even opens his mouth, I can roll checks to increase everybody's feelings towards me. What? Yeah, he, I'm, I built a rogue. However, with a play test, you can actually uh, choose charisma or dexterity. For a rogue. You do not have to build a dex rogue. So you're charisma, bro. Oh, I'm a charisma-based rogue. You send me in when you want some smooth talking done. I'm your man! It's or, almost, no. It's almost like you designed the character for this adventure. It was like you told us. It was a lot of role-playing, and we should be prepared for that. Yes. <laughs> that rings a bell somehow. Right? Adam, who are you playing today? I'm back. <laughs> hey! Everybody's favorite Zort. Zort's back. Now, remind us who, uh, who Zort is. Uh, Zort actually knows Cleary. Uh, he was the episode one, two, and three whenever we collected the Star of Desna for Cleary. That's right. So, And he's also a minor character in Rocks and Rune Lords. Yes. He has shown up to follow through with uh, some of the things he said in episodes one, two, and three, where he was going to take the Star of Desna to the Swallowtail right. Festival. So. so he's part of our world. And he is a... Bard. Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, goblin Bard. Level 14, Goblin Bard. And he hasn't seen Kaleri since he uh, basically... Since he ditched her. Noped out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And Hannah, who are you playing today? Hello, darlings. My name is Edna. Do you all know my Zort? <laughs> are you Zorty's friends? <laughs> Nana, uh, Edna, please don't. Don't do this. Don't I've do never this. met any of you before. Oh, uh, it's great to see all of you, though. You're Zort's grandmother? I'm Zort's grandmother. <laughs> and you, honey, what's your name, Oscar? Uh, Octavius. Octavius, you're just adorable. Just call me Octi. You're, oh, Octi, that's precious. That's just precious. Just a little behind the scenes. Hannah would not tell any of us anything about her character until <laughs> just now. Thing. We just now found out oh who my Hannah's God. <laughs> Edna, I'm already in oh love with her. Man. I this think Edna's is... in love with Octavius. <laughs> 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 Whatever you did worked. <laughs> well, you're about the same age, right? You're 29. How old are you, Octavius? Uh, probably <laughs> around the age of 65. That's close. Oh, I'm 29 for the sixth time. <laughs> <laughs> 29 is pretty old for a goblin. Yeah, it's it goblin ancient. years, right? So you're actually like 153, right? Never tell a lady's age. <laughs> <laughs> and as you guys are standing around waiting for Kaleri to show up, she does. She finally enters in and uh, sits down at her desk and kind of looks at Zort. Do I... Do I know you? So at this point, she may not recognize Zort right. yeah. because he's got a long fake beard on. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. Zort's in disguise. <laughs> Zort's got, so, uh, you know, just to describe kind of what he's wearing, he has this eel skin armor, so he's completely covered in these electrified eels. Uh, and he's like got live, living, like active eels. Or? What I can tell, it's an eel skill arm, eel skin armor. Cool. So, all right, you if you touch me, I can shock you. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and he's got this hood over, and he's got this long fake beard because goblins can't grow beards. I no, think. I don't think no. so. I'm but sure there's some that can. can but, and I'm looking at Casey. <laughs> hey, 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 hey! It's our world. We do what we want. Uh, yeah, Cleary, you might recognize me. It's your old pal Zort. Oh. I got something for you. And he kind of rummages like in his back pocket and he pulls out this old dented, dingy, nasty star of Desna. <laughs> it's been 10 years. It's a decade you've been carrying I mean, it around in your pack. It's kind of seen some shit. 
but it's yours. And I got it blessed for you at that Swallowtail Festival. I met some really interesting people. That got was, me a nice, famous little scratchy beard here. That was 10 years ago. You've been holding on that for 10 years? Yeah. I mean, you got my friends killed. <laughs> well, I'm sorry to hear about your friends. Yeah, me too. Um, Zort, Zort. And she, honey, she honey, takes honey, the... Take the beard off. My, uh, you Nana, covered up your beautiful face. Don't embarrass me in front of my friends. Jeez. <laughs> Uh, She she holds her hand out Thank you for carrying this Large uncomfortable piece of metal Up your ass for five years Y'all have seen uh, uh, Oh man that's a reference to uh, Is it Pulp Fiction? Pulp Fiction The uh, watch Yeah the watch but <laughs> uh, Christopher Walken yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she holds her hand out And says thank you so much and She puts it down on her desk um, I mean, if you're just going to put it on your desk, I'll take it back. Well, would you like me to go put it up right now? We're in a hurry. I need to get you where you're going. All right, fine. <laughs> These people seem to be in a bit of a hurry, Cleary. It's good to see you again. Thank you. It's good to see you all. Taban, how have you been? I haven't seen you in seven years, it feels like. I've been well. Uh, I've got a few tricks up my sleeve now. Yeah. You want to see one? No, no, no. I know your tricks. I still have nightmares about that dragon. I, no, thank you. How about you, Zort? It's just a simple card trick. Oh, yeah. All right, so here... Claire's just nodding her head. It's a deck. I want you to pick one card from the deck. All right, all right. Let's see. Uh, that one. All right, pull it out. And he, he pulls it out. Look at it. He looks at it. Show it to your Nana. Uh, Nana, Edna, what you see? Uh, let, let, let me let me get my glasses. Hang on, just a second. Oh God. <laughs> okay, okay. And she looks at it. Hand it back. Nope. Throw it in the air. Toss <laughs> it. It bursts into flames. Oh my God! And then the smoke forms a heart, and the number three. Was that your card? Ah, sorry, buddy, but it was the Ace of Spades. I knew it. Look on the back of your hand. He looks at the back of his hand. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> Let me see that, darling. Do you see that? Oh Anna, my Anna? god! Octavius, do you see that? Do you see it, buddy? Oh, it's amazing! Yeah, you my, it's, are amazing. My little goblin veins look like an ace of spades. <laughs> How did you do it? Look at your hand again. Hey, he looks. <laughs> oh, well, never mind. That's just your veins. I didn't do anything. <laughs> what the? <laughs> <laughs> wow! <laughs> This man, he's got some talent. I don't know never. who I, for the cast one, director mind. was for this show, but they should be shot. <laughs> <laughs> Kaleri is just kind of watching all this, and like this scared disbelief. She, I, why did they pick you guys? What is going oh, on here? Sweetheart, you look peaked. Are you all right? Yeah, no. Have you eaten? No, the world is di- is going to end, and you guys are playing cards. To be fair, if the world ends, will you care? Yes. Because you <laughs> you'll be dead. You gotta have be fun dead. before you die. Well, after the real heroes extracted the white axiom from the crypt, <laughs> real heroes, she says. They've uh, they've been held up. In Ustalov, trying to decipher the information to kind of lick their wounds. I heard there were four brave adventurers who died during that. Yeah, I don't know. Nobody knows their name. Oh. <laughs> but. Boom. Ow. Like, <laughs> like, I can't even remember their names, but. I know. <laughs> what was your character's name? Petunia. It was Petunia. Yeah. 
Nobody? Nobody knows. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> Petunia, Lemon, Dros, and... Drago. Drago. Yep. The so magnificent... who edited that episode? Yep. Was that your magnificent source? Yeah, 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 yes. yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I have what I have. <laughs> Thank you for coming to meet me on such short notice, fellow worthies. As you know, the white axiom has been recovered. But this esoteric knowledge is merely a key to a lock we don't yet have. A tome called The Last Theorem. The process of deciphering the white axiom has left our heroes fatigued and their recovery continues slowly. But with the acquisition of new information, we don't have the luxury of waiting for the heroes to recover before taking the next step and opposing the Night Heralds. We've intercepted a missive meant for the, la- the Night Herald, the Syrian, that suggests the last theorem resides within the fortress of a Shackles free captain, a pirate named Wark the Alabaster. The letter also contained an invitation to a gala held by Wark's, held at Wark's fortress to celebrate in the dedication of a new temple of the pirate goddess Besmara. This may give us the best opportunity we have to infiltrate Wark's fortress and seize the book before the Night Heralds can get a hold of it. Time is of the essence. The gala is scheduled to occur in three days. While we have secured teleportation to Plumetown on the smoker, the island where Wark's fortress is located, our window to access the fortress is limited. It seems that the temple's dedication has brought divine attention. There have been rumors that the Kelpie's Wrath, a supernatural ship sacred to Besmara, is patrolling the waters surrounding the smoker. Further, we have other interests in the shackles that have that a direct conflict with one of the region's free captains would jeopardize. In order to secure the last theorem, we need to we needed a group that can be clandestine, cautious, fast, and above all else successful well that is us let me just tell you right now i hope so because you are all we have well we seem that uh we may be in a bit of a pickle by the way i am a master of disguise (laughs) (laughs) have you changed it like as she's speaking like something else yes (laughs) you like changing clothes under the table like hitman (laughs) Exactly. So Octavius is ready for any mission that you send me on. Oh, and she, we don't, we didn't keep the missive, uh, but we did copy it. And here is the note that we received that was sent, that we intercepted. She hands it over to, uh, to Bond. Greetings, Master Nasarion. I do not merely address this to you, an individual, but also to others of your acquaintance. I serve free cap- Captain Wark, the imba- Alabaster, come lately to her lordship on the isle known as the Smoker after securing fame and glory by winning last year's free captain's regatta. What you may not know is that my master was an adventurer before she became a pirate and a free captain, and spent much of that time exploring sites in Osarion, including the Pact Stone Pyramid. Among the treasures she pulled from that tomb, some scribblings pertinent to your current endeavors may now lie within my master's inner sanctum. At least, that's the theorem. But this I can neither confirm nor deny it. Of course, such theorems demand proof. Toward the end, 
you'll find an enclosed red flag as my master is well known for favoring such trinkets. That'll serve as an invitation to a gala in celebration of the dedication of a new temple to Vesmara within my mother's Talon Citadel on 19 Lamashan 4717AR. Yours, K. And then I pull out a flintstone. I set the note on fire and it disappears. That was the only copy we had. <laughs> Reach into your pocket. Oh, dear Lord. <laughs> she reaches into her pocket. And pulls out the <laughs> I did not miss you. <laughs> so I just want to make sure that I understand what we're supposed to be doing here. We are going to get a theorem from... A, uh, it sounds like a... Free captain? Free captain? Or are we getting it from a temple of Besmara? The, uh, uh, from what I read... Well, sorry, this is Casey speaking, not Taban. If you want to look at the, she, he, uh, <laughs> she hands the mess of the the nun burnt and hands it like, take a look at it, read it, see what you think. It, it, it's, I read it as there's, there may be more information available that we might need to go seek out what's going, but we need that flag. Do you have the flag? The flag is there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Are you sure I didn't burn it? <laughs> not yet. Check your pocket. <laughs> so we're taking a flag to this captain who is going to give us more information about a theorem at a Besmara's temple. The th- that, yes. The that's th- uh, the, the, they call it the celebration of the dedication of a new temple to Besmara uh, in the Talon Citadel. Um, so what it sounds like is this alabaster, this wark, is dedicating a new temple to Besmara, and the gala is to celebrate it, and that flag is an invitation. Mm. Ah, okay. And what we know or what we assume right now based on that note is that the last theorem, which is what you guys are going to go get, is in her treasury. Okay, so this is, uh, the last theorem is in the treasury of the captain. Work. 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 Can I roll some sort of knowledge check to see if I recognize that name at all? Um, Well, it's not really of the four normal, like it's not a cult, it's not arcane, it's not religious. What's the fourth one? Society. society. Oh, you're a bard, though. You've got, like, knowledge of everything. I've got knowledge of everything, yeah. So it, can I roll, like, a society check just to see if I recognize that name? Yeah, what's your society roll? I'll Plus roll 18. Plus 18. And I am a mastered societal knowledge. So you're you're basically doing some bard knowledge to know if you... To recognize whether or not you know who Orc the Alabaster is. Correct. Right? Before I get to that, I forgot to hand out hero points. Oh, yeah. yeah we need those. the adventure. So everybody, I'm going to throw them on the table. So watch your faces. Everybody gets one apiece. And you know what? You guys have made such entertaining, amazing characters. Y'all are all starting out with two hero points. Oh, sweet. <laughs> that was fantastic. I was laughing my ass off when y'all's introduction. Thank you. <laughs> Especially Edna. <laughs> Edna. Oh, Edna has a question. Edna, sorry. speak up. Well, let me, let, let's, let me deal with this roll. I just rolled. Oh, sorry. Um, I rolled a total of 36. Okay. So there's not much you don't know about work what you know is that she um won her free captain hood i guess when she or when she entered the the regala that the the hurricane the current new hurricane king sets uh, has an annual regala and she won it and he gifted her with this island in this uh port and things like that can we talk about that for just a second sure 
Because in the Cold Shot podcast, yeah. y'all were going to sail in the Free Captain's Regatta uh-huh. at some point uh-huh. in one of the adventures. Yep. And when you win, you get your own island. Oh, yep. That would have been that so was the next adventure yeah. path. Whatever. And um, the new Hurricane King, he prefers to be referred to as Valak Fane. Valak Fane? Fane. Fane with an F? Fane with an F. Hmm. Like, 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 is like, new Hurricane this King. was this is fantastic. This is fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, missed opportunity. That's her. I'm losing my mind. Okay. Uh, Wark is. She. People kind of think of her as flighty. Like, they feel like that she has acquired all of this <laughs> amazing things in her life through sheer bumbling luck. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> but that's kind of a. Because your role, 36, you know better. She is just very, very sneaky. She's very, very insidious. She's conniving. She did this on purpose, and she makes everybody think she... You know, it's kind of like that, uh, the best thing the devil ever did. Nobody really knows who she is. But she is now... She's got the Kelpie's Wrath circling her island as a dedication to Besmara's new temple. Um... What else would you like to know? That's that's kind of her background. I mean, at this point, we don't know what we don't know. Yeah. Right. So um, right. we're trying to figure out. We need to go to this temple, and we need to enter this gala. We need to infiltrate the gala and enjoy ourselves as much as possible, but then we need to talk to this captain. Right. To gain information on the theorem. That's what it sounds like to me. Mm-hmm. You're going to steal the theorem from her. Right. So yes. we're not going to talk her out of it. We're not going to buy it can. from her. If you can. If you can do it peacefully through discussion and trade, by all means. Does she know that we are interested in it? Is she selling it to the highest bidder between us and the Heralds? Does she no. know what it is? She. We're not sure. She, she actually discovered it. She was part of a group of adventurers that went into Ansalada <laughs> in Catapesh. Uh, that found the theorem. She was okay. part of those adventures, and she kept it as her treasure. She may know what it does. She probably doesn't, because very few people in this in Galarian know what this is. Um, we intercepted this missive. We copied it and sent it on. They don't know that we know okay. this information. The theorem. Do we know what it looks like? It's a it's a large tomb tome. So it's a big book. It's a big book. Is it dusty? I don't know. I haven't. And does it have a lock on it? I don't know. I, I can't answer those questions. I'm sorry. <laughs> but it's just a big book. So it's a big book. And do it's... we know like the co- cover of the, like what the cover looks like or anything to identify it? If she has like nine thick books in her library, do we need to steal all nine? If it will make you bring that book back, then by all means. Okay. Hmm. We, I like to. We it. have to have that book. For some reason, I'm imagining a giant book with the BPN logo on it. <laughs> well, that's big what it microphone. is. It's got a big microphone uh, diamond on the front. I think we need to know more info about that book. But if there may not be any information, she may be one of like four people in the entire world of Galarian that know what this book looks like. Can I make a knowledge check on the book? You can do an occult check. Great. My occult is... It wasn't a natural 20, so you don't know anything. It would take a natural 20 to know anything about this book. Oh, wow. It's been lost... Uh, Actually, I have a feat for this. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I think. Love bards. You also yeah, have two hero I love points. Love bards too. Love bards. <laughs> you do have two hero points, right? Unless I make them disappear. 
<laughs> yeah, so uh, I'm going to trigger this. It's called Lore Master's Recall. Okay. Uh, roll the skill check you attempt as part of the triggering action twice and take the higher result. So I just basically roll again. Yep. Roll the eight. Okay. This book has been lost to history. It's been misplaced for thousands of years, and it was just recently, within the last year, rediscovered. There may be a handful of people on the planet that has actually seen this book since it was lost 3,000 years ago. Gotcha. So it's kind of like all of these other items in the Doomsday yeah. Dawn, kind of these yeah. really just occult, ancient, ancient yeah. items. Has yeah. it really only been lost for 3,000 years? That's like nothing in Galarian. Yeah. It, I, two, three, five, seven, I'm not sure. A okay. long time, but I think it's around 3,000 years. Yeah, okay. like during ancient Osiria. Tape it, tape it, sweetheart. I have a question for you about that letter. Yes. Nana's ears aren't what they used to be. I'm so sorry. Did you say Nasirion? Yes, I did. Oh, he's an asshole. Do you know him? We were lovers. What? what? <laughs> uh. <laughs> I'm sorry, darling. It's 4717. <laughs> Zort takes anything around him and shoves it in his ears. <laughs> um, so you know this Nasirion? Yes, darling, I do. Uh, what can you... Do? In the biblical sense. <laughs> I mean, I understand that, but uh, what does that... Who's Nasiria? Sorry. Hannah's dying. Yeah. I don't know why, but yeah. she's dying. She's cracking herself because up. I have made an elderly goblin that was boning this evil guy. I, I mean, what is this? What have I done here? This is like George Costanza's mother. Before she does that, before she goes on that, just making sure, this yes. letter was written to Nasirion. Which means that the invitation, the red flag, is Nasirion's red flag, correct? Yes. So we are going as him. Do we know where he is? You're not going... Not he, necessarily as, but we're going on his invitation, quote unquote. He, he'll be at the gala. But we have his flag. He, he, he'll he doesn't be, care. He, okay. Work, right. we assume, uh, so knows. He'll be at the gala. That's yes. all I needed. We copied his flag, and we have yes. his version yeah. of the flag. But I'm it's sorry, just I misunderstood you. They copied everything and sent everything on. Okay. I, I misunderstood oh. you. Yeah. Okay. This so. is not the original. No, no, no. That's why we don't okay. want you burning it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you can see the fire in my eyes. Well, I'm glad you had this magic trick, because when you're like, I set it on fire, I'm like, well, shit, this is over. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next yeah. week. <laughs> We're at part seven of the <laughs> <laughs> quickest adventure ever. <laughs> oh, man. Has, has a player group ever derailed a campaign more quickly than this guy right here Not to my right? in recent memory, no. <laughs> Oh, here's this one item you need to get into this one place you can go, and you burned it. Great. I set okay. it on fire. So, uh, so, so, uh, Edna, would you tell me more about this Nasirian? Oh, he's just, he's awful. He's horrible. He's evil. He's well, the most evil thing you've ever met. What makes him so evil? <laughs> well, he's, honey, you have to understand, he's very devoted to the Night Heralds. Well, that's just not a good thing at all. I know. He's ruthless. He's terrible. But he's so beautiful. Is he another goblin? No, 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 no. <laughs> I just held up a picture of Nasirian. I'm so glad that no, you no. were able to draw a quick sketch of Nasirian. It looks he's like looks. Voldemort. He's tall, dark, and handsome. He's beautiful. Voldemort mixed with Jafar from Aladdin. It does. With a with the squiggly knife, yeah. Uh, so he decided to make it with a goblin. And he chose... You. Oh, God. Oh! 
Well, Zord, Zord's got his fists and his ears at this point. Uh, Zord, big, big huge ears. Zord, you may want to uh, take your fists out of your ears. We uh, have much to discuss. <laughs> what did you say your skill set is? Like, I, I didn't. <laughs> I'm interested. <laughs> I'm frightened. Do you have any obvious... Um, I, I, did you tell everybody what you were? I, I oh, don't she did not. You haven't announced. Okay. Oh. oh. Do you have, what are you carrying? What do you? Can you describe yourself, uh, Edna? <laughs> well, Zorton didn't just come up with the way to play the kazoo. He learned from his nana Edna. <laughs> <laughs> I taught my Zorty everything he knows. <laughs> so she plays a kazoo also. Oh yes, yeah. yes, darling. I'm frightened. <laughs> And I feel like we should have a pack of canoes, kazoo, kazoos in the middle of the table. I right really now. hope there are kazoo, actual kazoos, because I am really confused as to what. Are y'all done? No. <laughs> Poor Kaliri's probably just been sitting here watching us. Like, she is in shocked horror that the world's going to end because you guys are our saviors. She's just, I can't believe this. Why did this end? These what? I can't believe this. And don't forget, Kaliri, we are the best you have. No. <laughs> you were depending upon us and Edna. So, Edna, seriously, we need to know more about this Nasirian fellow. Okay, what what can I tell you? What are his abilities Damn and you. unabilities? And... Oh, this is it. We're done. It's over. Okay. Forget it, everybody. It's been fun. We'll see ya. <laughs> Please give him a hero point for that. Let's sink the beaver part two. Like... I totally missed it. Okay. What was that? Oh. I, was... I asked how big is his squiggly dagger. Oh, God. <laughs> You don't get a hero point for that. Do you have any more questions? Yes. She, her eyes are big and like she's she's physically freaking out. She's just kind of like, what? what? You are the one who called Taven in. You do realize he's the problem here. I didn't call you guys. They just told me to meet you. Oh, this is awful. Nasirian, more information, yes, please. Yes, Anything yes, you know, yes, everything you know. Well, well, I know that. Well, he used to carry a mentalist staff. I know that. Uh, let's see. Hmm. What else could I tell you about him? Oh, oh, oh. Oh, he's got some terrible spells. Terrible sp- Oh, God. Black tentacles. He can make you drop dead on the spot. And he can probe your mind. Oh. He's terrible. And we are expected to encounter this foe this evening. Well, it sounds that way, or yes. three days from now. We should prepare. Uh, so we do... What else do we need to accomplish... In this mission, we need to capture a book. We need to infiltrate this gala. The the gala will be your distraction to get to the book. That's we, we don't have much information. Do we have a ship? No, we're going to teleport you. Okay. How we're, far away is the teleport? Uh, thousands of miles. You're you're over on the eastern side of Galarian. You're going to the Shackles, which is the below the Eye of Abendego, okay. like thousands of miles away. Taven, on top of these cute little tricks that you can cast, what uh, can you do as far as dispelling these other spells an Assyrian may cast upon us? You'll just have to see. Are very good, then. And then you hear another voice behind you. I can do many things. <laughs> okay, that was creepy. <laughs> Davis. They're ready to go now. Please come in and get them out of my office. <laughs> I would like to sneak and attempt to steal the star that's on her desk. 
It's go for it. Do I need to roll anything for you? <laughs> yeah, roll your sneak. <laughs> or is there sleight of hand? Is there anything like that? I, I have is. I have pickpocket. Yeah, too. it's pickpocket. Okay, roll me a pickpocket. Well, I just have straight up pickpocket. That's that's thievery. It's a pickpocket allows you to do exactly what you're saying. Yep. But you roll your thievery. All right. Uh, it's going to be a total of twenty nine. Clary just smacks your hand. What are you doing? Go, get, go, go to the gala. Tabin, what are you doing? <laughs> Leave her stuff, her stuff. I'm glad that you're able to steal and you're showing off your talents. However, we have much to accomplish. She has gone 10 years without this. I think that we might be able to use it on our trip. It's not magical. It's just a symbol of Desna. Here. She hands it back out. Just get out of my office. And an old... Old, obvious, wizardly, gray robes, Gandalf-style guy hobbles in on the staff and, are they ready to go? God, yes. And <laughs> he casts a spell. So Zort has been writing in his like little journal here. Uh-huh. And as that spell is being cast, I'm assuming it's a teleportation it spell. Clearly you can hear the kazoo. Ba-da-da-da. We're the best you have. Ba-da-da-da. Don't worry. Ba-da-da-da. We'll save the world. And then I'd like to think we disappear. And then, poof. Yeah. <laughs> Wes and is it, looking like, why do I hang out with all of you? <laughs> <laughs> and as you fade from uh <laughs> as you fade as she fades from your sight and the spell goes off, she's just shaking her head, and we're all gonna die. <laughs> yep. And there's an ace of spades. <laughs> <laughs> and flash. You appear on a port. On, yeah, in a port on a... Dock? Dock. Thank you very much. <laughs> My God. Peter. <laughs> Daylight. Uh, there is an active storm that's roiling overhead. This is Plumetown. Plumetown isn't a large port. It's kind of a small port. Um, but people are bustling. And there's kind of an energy. You feel it almost immediately. People are dancing and in the street and drinking and body tails. It's kind of raucous, but it's all in... Do you know what raucous means? I was more concerned about body tails. Did I say body tails? Body tails? Oh. <laughs> the fuck is body tails? Body tails. Um, are you talking about raunchy stories? Raucous. Body? Like body? Oh, oh Bo- body. Yeah. B-A-U-D-Y. B-A-W-D-Y. I heard B O D Y. I did too. Like, and I was like, I put the wrong emphasis on the wrong syllable. Body tails. We're great. Bowdy. There are body tails, raucous laughter. People are having a good time. The streets are bustling. Yes. Mardi Gras. Yes, it's Mardi Gras. You're standing on the on the docks, and you can almost see the edges of town. It's not a big place, and you see in the distance a giant mountain with steam coming out of the top. And you now realize why this is called the Smoker. Oh, it's a volcano. It's a volcanic island. That's so cool. Um, and nobody really actually, if they noticed, they didn't pay attention or they didn't care. You're just showing up, like popping in the middle of the area. People are just running around. Um, there are obvious signs. There's not a lot of, in the way of um, like homes. Like most of the people, this is a port town. There are ships lined up in the docks. Uh, you see one tavern, you see one inn, and just various other small shops uh, just kind of lining the port area. And over to the right, off in the distance, you figure maybe a mile and a half to two miles away, you see 
the Talon Citadel, uh, which you assume is Wark's uh, castle, her keep, what have you. And that's where the temple is located, and that's where the gale is going to be. You're assuming, yes. Yes, yes. We're here three days before the actual gala. Correct. So we've got time to kill. You've got time to kill. You've got time to gather information. Good. good time good, to drink. Good. Who wants a drink? Let's drink. I have work to do. We are on a mission. Um, I, Octavius will actually begin gathering as much information about uh, the work as possible. And what better way to do that than in a bar drinking with the locals? Yeah, Octi, come on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> What were you trying to get information on? On work. On work? Okay. Yep. yep. So I'm just working the crowd with uh, this sort of thing. Okay. Where, where are you going to go? Going to go to the bar? I guess so. All right. You take a left, go down to the western side of uh, the town, the small town. And the bar, uh, you see the sign up on the hinges. It's the Thumbs Pinky. And you walk inside, and it is just packed. There are pirates, like obvious peg leg, eyes out, R's here, drinking rum, body sounds. <laughs> <laughs> and behind the uh, uh, behind the uh, bar is a human. Kind of an older man, kind of a little hunkered over, patch over his eye, one tooth, serving drinks, slinging them left and right. There's a woman in the corner crocheting. Okay. And all she has is pointer finger, and Thumb Pinky, which is what this has been named after. If you don't know it, this is a Scrubs reference. Is it really? Yep. There's, he, he has a wife who only has Pointer Finger and Thumb Pinky. It's the janitor. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'm dying over here. I'm dying. Thumb Pointer and Thumb Pinky, and she's crocheting uh, a really short pair of shorts. She is in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> Knitting shorts with her Thumb and Pinky. And it... Turns out it looks like the, you see the resemblance is very uncanny between her and the bartender. It's probably his grandmother. Oh, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, immediately walking in, Octavius is going to take over the room and become the center of attention. Uh, how many people are in the entire town? 50. 50 people. Wow. It Rounds for packed. everyone. Rounds people are for standing. I am buying oh. drinks. And you just hear, you know, the yays like, oh, oh. and Plus, while they're all up. making a bunch of noise, I'm just going to whisper to my three companions, work the crowd. It is ours. Taban goes to the back and finds a restroom, back hall, some a room that's empty and ducks into it. There, It's just a single room with a bar. It's, uh, then the alleyway behind there's it. There's a back door. Yes. Alleyway behind okay. it. Okay. Going out the back door. Uh, give me a kind of a sneak. So you, yeah, I guess it would be sneak. Just kind of not be noticed. Not, you're not disappearing. Stealthy from sight. Stealth, yeah. Oh, that would be 23. 23, okay. Just kind of like blend with the crowd and you walk out the back door. Mm -hmm. What do you plan on doing back there? I'm pulling out a disguise kit for my backpack and I'm going to disguise myself. How long does that take to disguise? Two minutes. Two minutes, all right. Because it's a, I have quick disguise as a skill. Okay. Um... And I guess, you know, you guys have worked together before or heard, each other, heard of each other before. You kind of have an idea of what uh, Taban is going to be doing. But he sneaks out the back door. Uh, Zort is probably sitting at the bar while Taban is out at the back door. He wants to start talking to this bartender. And before he starts talking, I actually have a feat. One second, got to find this real quick. Sure, go for it. He's uh, washing a glass. He's missing a thumb and he's missing a pinky. One from one hand, one from the other. 
Poor guy. Just <laughs> traded with his grandmother. That's right. She was actually fingerless until the operation. <laughs> now she has toes for fingers. <laughs> I guess they could have magicked it on her. No, from him to her. Ah. You have to have a sacrifice. Ah. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's magic. Magic comes with cost. Did you find out what you need? I did. So I am going to use my feat called Glad Hand. Okay. Uh, it's pretty cool. <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> Pinky and thumb. Uh, <laughs> no, I know. So you uh, had that too, do you? Yeah. First impressions are your strong suit. When you meet someone, you can immediately attempt a diplomacy check to make an impression with a minus five penalty rather than needing to converse for a minute. And the nice follow-up to that feat is if you fail that check, then you can spend a minute talking mm -hmm. and uh, re-roll the check. Exactly. So the idea is I want to go ahead and make a diplomacy check to try and gather favor with this bartender. Okay. So introduce myself. Hey, my name's Zort. Diplomacy check. Roll your diplomacy. <laughs> Hi, I'm, I'm Dave. How are you? <laughs> That's pretty good. Oh, my God. Really? 26 <laughs> with a plus 20. And you're just... Trying, you're you're gathering information on. The intent is to gather information. The right? intent is to gather information, but this specifically will basically gather my friendship with him. So he'll go from un from neutral to neutral friendly, to friendly or whatever. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Okay. And I forgot what was it you were looking into. Well, I haven't asked anything yet. I'm just trying to get. This is the first thing that you do whenever you meet someone in a social situation. So, so that this way, improves his demeanor towards exactly. you. Exactly. Okay. So I rolled a 26, whatever that check would be against. Okay. Can I get you a beer? <laughs> Yeah, I'd love one. Uh, I normally take the literally the darkest, sludgiest, nastiest beer you got on tap. Oh, so you mean uh, a beer? <laughs> I'll take one. Okay, here you go. I'll be, uh, uh, five silver. All right, great. What? <laughs> Octavia's behind. She's oh, like, no, five silver? Co copper. <laughs> I, I forget. I'm, I'm not smart. That's <laughs> uh, okay. I was going to give you five silver anyways. Ooh. He'll toss you five silver. Well, thank you. Yeah. Oh, here, have another beer on me. <laughs> uh, I mean, technically, I kind of paid for it, but yeah, sure, whatever. Uh, so uh, I, thought my, I thought it was my tip. Oh. <laughs> I, uh, I'm here. I'm going to this, like, regalia thing. Do you know about it? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just curious. How much do you know about the building? Uh, the, the, the Talon Citadel? Yeah, the Talon Citadel. That's where this regalia is at, right? Yeah, it's over. It's it's, it's about two miles away. All right, all right. Uh, have you been there? Oh, well, I've seen it. She doesn't usually let people in there. Do you know anybody that maybe has been there? Sure. Uh, who? Granny. Granny. Oh, Granny. I'd love to talk to her. You think she really willing to talk to me? She can't talk anymore. Uh. But I can tell you what she would say. Uh, <laughs> does she use sign language? What's that? With pointer and thumb pinky. <laughs> I now see my flawed thought. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> All my plans out the window. Zord, honey, you're very handsome, but you never had the biggest brain. Let's just be honest. Are you up there, too? Kind of... Oh, hey, oh up. I go where my grandson goes. Oh, hello, ma'am. Can I get you a beer? Oh, hello, darling. My name her. is Edna. The second one? <laughs> the second one, yeah. Oh, thank you, sweetheart. I'm specifically trying to get, like, floor plans. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. I want to know what yeah. we're going into. Uh, most people only get to go in with an invitation. And I've never been invited. I don't know why. I've been here for 
Well, before she got here. Yeah, but you said your Grammy's been here. Does would Grammy maybe be able to like draw us a map? Well, she'd never been invited either. You just said she'd been there. Well, to the outside, sure. And <laughs> <sighs> Zort's done. He'll just start drinking his beer. He's like, um, excuse me, but what? do you know where some guards for this citadel like to? Hang out, I think Here? is what you lower and class people call it. He kind of points around the crowd. There's, he just points you out there. Eh, he's, there's Joey. He's, he's a guard. He and I will, I will go right up to Joey and do the exact same thing Zort just did. So you get to roll a diplomacy check too. Yeah, except oh, I rolled cool. a much much better check. Yeah, mine really sucks. That was like a thirty-nine to uh, increase it. So if it's like a critical success against right. his will DC, friendly, it's like. Yeah. Two steps. So there's this uh, human guard, uh, human pirate, you know, and he's got uh, kind of a red uh, sash, which indicates that he is one of the Warks guards because she likes the red flags. That's one of the things I, I didn't mention. As you're going through town, getting to this bar, there are red flags everywhere. This is her herald. This is what she flies on her ship um, when she's on, in, uh, under underway in, in the sea. Is the it just a blank red flag? Blank uh, triangle red flag. Um, the guard is drunk, and he just looks at you. Hey, short thing. Hello. I hear your name is Joe. Joey? Yeah. Joey. Joey. J-O apostrophe E. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Joe apostrophe E. Joey. We yeah. have some questions for you. You right. have been inside the Citadel, is that correct? Of course, yeah. I'm guard, yeah. Yep, that's fantastic. I just have a few questions for you, and I'll start talking to him about the Citadel. Like, when you walk in, uh, what are some normal, like, actions to take? What are expected of the guests? I'm trying to think about what other things we could really, like, get out of a guard. That Maybe the guard shift, like the their pattern. Shift change? Like their schedule. If I can work it in subtly, I'll ask about uh, how often his schedule comes around. Like, what what type of schedule does he work? Before you go into that, how much time has passed so far? It's been about two minutes. Mean, we've actually been talking for two minutes, so yeah, it's been about two minutes. Okay. Um. Well, I there's hell. There's uh, sixty of us that guard the citadel. Uh, as far as the gala goes, we're not having to do much. I mean, it seems like the any kind of points. To the docks. I don't know if you noticed, but there's a big, nasty ship circling this island. I did notice. So, from what we've heard, you know, uh, Besmara has blessed this gala. So, there's a parlay happening at the gala. No weapons, no spells. Um, I've never been deep inside. I'm a front guard. I stay on the two talons. It describes the the, the uh, citadel. You come in from the east, or you come from you're in the west. You go in from the to the east. You go up a, a long uh, pathway to the entrance of the citadel, known as Deep Harbor Court. That's where most of the people will be hanging out during the gala. And then beyond that, there's double doors. You go inside um, to the fortress court, which is more of your up, upper scale um, celebrities and uh, socialites and things like that. And from there, up 
you go, <laughs> you go again up some more stairs into a third area known as the pretty court. And this is where the best of the best. This is where the, those who need to be known are known. And this is where Wark holds her court. She, uh, she has a throne, kind of like a nest, sitting up on a balcony overseeing the pretty court. And this is where the uh, people come in and, and give their tribute to her and say hello and then move on back down to the pretty court. Um, back behind there, you know, it's just her private quarters and uh, you know, there's quarters for the guards and there's a kitchen. There's not much to it. I have heard that she has many idols, many keepsakes from her days as a wonderful adventurer. Does she display those proudly? The back door slams open. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yes? In walks a blonde woman. Shit. With a very low-cut robe, and is not trying to hide anything, just walking in slowly. She goes up to the bartender. Hi, you're pretty. I'm here to help. I don't need any help. I was sent to serve drinks. Well, I ain't paying you. <laughs> I ain't paying you. You can have all the tips I receive. Oh, okay. He turns around. Starts, starts pouring beer for people that don't need beer. He's just like pouring beer. So I, I, Tabin goes behind the bar and just starts pouring drinks and just getting a lay of who's up at the bar. Well, right now, Zort and Edna are... I hand them each a drink, but continue to look. Hey, baby. <laughs> He'll flip you a, a silver. He has no idea it's you. Just stick it in a, I'm just sticking all the money in a jar. Okay. Um, it, it's kind of a, a scene of like nobody really sticks out. You see um, Octavius. You see Ta- Octavius, and he's over chatting up what seems to be a guard because you see several guards right, right there. But it's just people just drinking and, and singing and yelling and telling tales. There's... I walk up to the guard that Octavius is talking to. Whoa, hey, check that out. That's nice. Lean over, very low. Oh, hey. Can I get you something, honey? Sure thing, ladies. I'll have another beer. Hey, you buying? For you? Yeah. Absolutely. So I pour a beer for him. So, you have any friends around here? Looking for a good time. I have no friends. I'm the only one looking for a good time, baby. But I have more friends, and they want to have a good time, too. I Just me? How many you got? <laughs> Three more? Yes, I'm good with that. He stands up. Where Mirror are they? Image. I don't think you can handle it. <laughs> I, have, I have mirror image. So for some reason, all I can think of right now is uh, Tobin has got to be the guy from Wild Wild West. <laughs> Kevin not, Klein? Yeah, not Will oh. Smith, but yes. the yeah. other character yeah. that was like all had all of these weird illusionist tricks and like dressed up like oh, the ladies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. uh, I think Will Smith gets them mixed up. Like he sees the girl that he's imitating. I had forgotten about time. that. Yeah. yeah, we watched it at work recently. So <laughs> you watched it at work. It was on the TV. Jealous, at work jealous. Right. <laughs> Sit down, honey. We'll get to that later. Just drink your beer. Why well, do now? What you can do right now? I've got work to do. I am drunk. I've got work to do. Let's wait till my shift is over. All right, bring me another beer. You're buying, right? It looks uh, absolutely, ah, absolutely. Another beer laid down for you. He's and then, got like three beers in front of him. 
Uh, Tabin goes to one of the other. Is there another guard at the? Several. All right, goes to another one. What can I get you, honey? Uh, beer. Beer. So what do you do around here? I'm new. I am a guard. I work at the Talon Citadel. Oh, I'm sure there's some really nice places in there that can you can kind of get lost in. Not really. It's no? just a bunch of party rooms and gambling tables and our quarters. Oh, party rooms. What's that? <laughs> What's what? Party room. What's that? It's where the gambling tables are. Okay. Anything else? No. Kitchen. Kitchen. Okay. Yeah. Next one. <laughs> Pretty much same answer. The what? <laughs> and Octavius actually has a message ring. I think I can like send messages pretty easily. And I'm sending you the message of ask about the library. And the, the, and the guard you're sitting next to, what? Who are you talking to? So, n- never mind. <laughs> I mean, uh, so, never mind. So these are robes that Tabin is wearing. So there's still pockets on it. He reaches into a back pocket and pulls out a pair of glasses and puts them on. Okay. So very pretty blonde woman with glasses now. To the next guard. So. I hear where you work. There's a comprehensive library. <laughs> Books intrigue me. <laughs> Wait, you he reaches put on a pair of like uh, librarian glasses. <laughs> Pulls a hair the back in a ponytail. Yeah. Well, he he, he kind of turns and like, <laughs> I got a book. Let me see it. He, it's like a ledger for bets, and he's like a bookie or something. I'm looking for something a little more stimulating. He grabs his ledger back. Like what? Just historical, you know? I'm a purveyor of nice history. And brings a beer up. Lady, I... You sure you just want to go back to my room? Do you have any good books there? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) I don't believe you, sir. All the guards have the same voice, I've just realized. (laughs) That's fine. They're That's clones. Guard they're, should. Yeah, they're, they're clones. I used to be an adventurer until I took an arrow to the knee. <laughs> exactly. So basically, you're working the room, you're going around, but you're kind of getting the same, like you're doing great, right? You feel like you're getting them drunk, and Octavius talking to this guy, they they don't know really, like, they know that Wark has her private chambers. They don't go back there. They have access to the kitchen, which leads to their, uh, their uh, barracks which are inside the Citadel as well. So they have told you a good layout of the entire area that they're allowed to go into. There's only one spot they're not allowed to go to, and that is Wark's private chambers. Okay. Do we know about where her private chambers are in the Citadel? Um, where she sits perched <laughs> uh, up on the balcony, it's kind of, there's a door back behind her. Okay. So Tabin takes a couple silver out of the jug that he, he's been keeping for... The gold for the bartender. And it's getting fuller yeah. and fuller. And goes out the back door. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Uh, when are you coming back? <laughs> I haven't made this much money in a long time. <laughs> I'm, I'm here for a few days. I may be back. Oh, please, please do. Get Pointer ready. and thumb finger. <laughs> so the grandmother in the corner, who obviously can't talk, can't use sign language, starts clinking the uh, knitted needles in Morse code. <laughs> well, like, Morse code. S O S S O S. Oh, Granny, I'm coming! I'm coming! Here I come! <laughs> and I'm undisguising myself. Okay. All right. See Tabin come back in. Tabin, Tabin, uh, where have you been this whole time? Come over here and sit with my good friend, me and my uh, Joey. 
Joey. That's an interesting name. Yeah, come sit down, have some beers with us, and we'll while away the it's night. Taldorn. Want to see a trick? Oh, he's Taldorn. That's what he's. It's Taldorn. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> I'm trying to think of like righteous. Uh, I'm like I like Taldorns. I'm trying to think of uh, I know have no uh, knowledge, nobility, lore. So I could come up with these stories about nobility, about sure. Taldorn and stuff like that. Like See, I thought Taldorans were like Italian. My name is a Joey. <laughs> <laughs> and done. Jesus Christ. That, that's it, it is now. Yeah. It is, absolutely. And it's always got to be the really bad Italian accent. Yeah, of course, yeah. Uh, Zord, Zord, come on over here, Zord. Sit with my good friend here, Joey. Me and Talvin here are having a good time. Uh, Edna, maybe you could talk to Grandma. Um, so... <laughs> And Edna completely uh, ignores it and comes <laughs> padding up behind Zor. Oh, I'm Captain. I'm Captain. Good. Don't worry. Don't Why are you, uh, <laughs> you guys going to the gala? I we might have an invitation. Uh, do you? I, I, I work there. I don't. That makes complete <laughs> sense. Yeah, so I'll you would be there. Are all sixty guards working the night of the uh, the gala? Yeah, for this. She wants it locked down. Oh, yeah, overtime. We're all, yeah. That sounds awful. That's why we're all drinking now, getting ready. Three be- days, correct? And I so, mean, why not drink then? At the gala? Yeah. Oh, would. a good guard would never drink on his shit. Ah, look at this, man. Joey, Joey, you've been a god for a long time. You know exactly what it's like. It's boring. Nothing ever happens. You got to keep that special little flask. You know, you keep it up under your pocket. You pull it out. You take a sip every once in a while. Then it makes the gala lots of fun for gods. I'd rather not have uh, Wark nip off my testicles with her beak. Me being drunk during so, her gala. Personally, it sounds kind of nice, but uh, these their own <laughs> beak. Would you do me a favor, good Joey? Uh, it's been a while since I have seen uh, Commander L- Work. Uh, could you describe her facial features to me? Uh, well, I mean, she's got white feathers, big orange beak, uh, big bird lady. I mean, she's a a tingu. Yes, tingu, she. Yeah, that's she it. is. How are they around cat people with body tails? <laughs> okay. What? <laughs> what is wrong with this? The body tails yeah, yeah. from okay. I, I'm yeah. trying to put the cat people cat together. Cat people with birds. body tails yeah. and the birds with and the, rocking chairs and it was a bad joke and we should have like just not <laughs> ignored it. Instead, <laughs> we're gonna draw more attention to it. How do you know that, that I don't have a tail in my disguise kit? Uh, you probably do. <laughs> Your disguise kit's gotta have like it's a bag of holding seven. <laughs> uh, so we now know Commander Wark is a Tingu. Captain Wark. Captain Wark. Well, I'm trying to blow her up a little bit. Birthday. Oh. Um, we know the general layout of the land. There's Deep Harbor. There is the Pretty Harbor up top with her nest, literal nest that she sits in and holds court. We know that her private quarters are behind that. We know there is a gambling area, a kitchen. And barracks for the guards. Yeah, that's about right. And guards have been everywhere except for the private quarters. That's basically what it sounds like. And there is... So, Joey, there is nothing else off limits for you there. Is there another door that says, do not enter, or prizes lie behind, therefore guard really closely? No, they've... I mean, I've been everywhere in that place except for her private chambers. There's nothing else. There's no one way in, one way out. It's a citadel. It's made to be defended. But out front, that's where they put the new Besmara Temple. You can see it from the from the uh, N2 area. Have you been inside the temple? 
it's not really an inside thing. It's kind of like a dock. She's uh, she's built it over a, a ship that they destroyed that was trying to attack her. Besmara, that makes complete sense. Uh, out of curiosity, does she command or I guess lead the ship that's circling the island? That's Kelpie's wrath. That's the herald of Besmara. Nobody. That's that. No, nobody does anything with that. That sounds like a ship you would not bother with. Yeah. The Herald of Besmara. Yeah, that's Besmara's Herald here to kind of warn as well as bless this gala. So does it have like magical effects for the gala? Well, I've been told you shouldn't be casting spells during the gala because you'll light up like a Christmas tree. <laughs> what is this Christmas? You, you get you my meaning. <laughs> so, so I'm specifically asking, like, are there magical AOE kind of things happening uh, because of the ship? Does that make sense? Like, there's there is a sense about it, and just basically, he's, you know, from what Works told us, anybody that casts a spell during the gala, or even up to the three days leading to the gala, they're gonna light up. We're gonna see him from across the room. Where's Captain Work at now? Probably in her uh, citadel. Is there any way we can get an audience in the next day or so? In three days. Has to be the gala. She usually doesn't take audiences without you know, invitation or good reason. Or a huge, uh, <laughs> you want to give her some tribute, and well, she'll always come and see you. Zort, may I see you over here in the quiet corner for just a second? Yeah, sure. So, so I see that you were asking about the uh, the, uh, the, the the harpy thing in the in the dock. In that, yeah, you know, yeah. Floating around. Uh, maybe we should go and talk to some of the guys at the dock. Maybe people coming in might have more interaction with her, and we could find some more things. Yeah, I mean, I I definitely think so. I'm really I'm really concerned though, man, because uh, if we light up when we cast magic, I don't really do much else. I don't use much of any magic of anything. I'm just really, really sneaky on my own. I mean, even look at my clothes. They're beautiful, right? They are beautiful, yes. Yeah. They're very pretty. So, uh, maybe we can at least find some things out. Yeah, I, I don't think it's a bad idea at all, uh, Octi. Uh, let's let's do that. Let's do that. Uh, so we'll go Octi. back to the table. <laughs> uh, Edna, I believe that Zort and I have decided we're going to make our way to the dock. Talden, would you, or Talbert, Talbin? What's your name again? I always forget Tabin. your name when we get on these Tabin. Taban. Uh, Taban, let's why don't we why don't we make our way to the dock? Before we go to the dock, okay. I have two more just real quick questions. So you're back in are you still in uh, female blonde form? No, you, I'm, you, you I'm undisguised. Normal. I'm okay. undisguised. <laughs> right. Uh one, you said magic. Obviously, I'm a wizard, I have magic. Are all spells gonna get me lit up? Show me a spell. I'm don't know if I want to do that. Choose a card. <laughs> uh, it's it's not working out here. It's only in her town. It's only in the citadel. Okay. Second, what does she like for tribute? Gold. Gold. Or something worth lots of gold. Nice. Find Casey. Good. Very nice. good. Yeah. Uh, I would also like to figure out more about this uh, effect inside the citadel. Like, what triggers it? What does it look like? How to get around it? And that sort of thing. Meta, I need to see her. You need to see her. I need okay. to see her. Um, see uh, Wark? Yes. Okay. That might be difficult before the gala. How much gold you got? I've got a hundred, dear. I guess I'm going back to the bar to work. <laughs> <laughs> so much for working for free now, huh? <laughs> uh, you make 25 silver today. So to the dock, everybody? 
Anybody else need to do anything inside the bar besides get plastered? So Adam wants to see how the spells work. Like, whenever we cast a spell, what happens? So I'm going to walk up to um, the, t- the bar. Okay. Zord will walk up to the bar. Ha! He'll jump up on the, the oh, actual wait. bar itself. What are, you, what are you doing? Hey, I'm trying to do something for you, all right? What was your name again? I forgot. Dave. <laughs> You're Dave. Dave. Uh, hey, I'm, Dave. I'm, I've been drinking, too. <laughs> you uh, you really ought to uh, make a lot of money tonight. I'm trying to help you. I agree. I want to be able to cast something on all the people here so that way they can drink faster. What? Yeah. I'm going to help you out, buddy. Right. The faster they drink, the faster you sell beer. And I'm going to cast a cantrip called uh, Triple Time. Okay. So cast it on the entire bar, basically. Now, it's, I know what that is in first edition. What is it in second edition? It's a 60-foot aura. Uh, the duration is one round, and I dance to a lively tempo. Yeah. So Zort's up there with his kazoo, like, and he's dancing back and forth, yeah. you know. Uh, but it speeds up all of your allies' movements. I'm going to consider them my allies Friendly, for the night. Friendly, sure. Yeah. Uh, so you and all of your allies in range are accelerated 10 for one round. Accelerated is specifically that your speed is increased. Accelerated is always followed by a number indicating how many feet the condition increases your movement speed by. Okay. My thought is, if it increases your movement speed, it can increase your drinking speed. Okay. All right. Does it make sense? Sure. I'll give you that. I'm doing it specifically, though, to see what happens to me when I cast a spell. Right. You heard earlier, it's just at the Citadel. Yeah, just at the Citadel. That's what I was about to say. Yeah. But you cast it. So it's not the brightest. Okay. We've established. Okay. Oh, no, is this a spell? Is this a, a supernatural cantrip. ability? It's a like, so is this actual spell? It's a spell. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's it's a cantrip, so I would say it's a spell. So you, it's you cast your spell, burst. Everybody kind of moves quicker. Octavius uh, gets in there with the loot. He's up there like jigging. Everything works according as it should. Everything seems normal. Okay. And so you guys head out to the docks. Um, what were you going to do on the docks? I think we were going to look for some information about this uh, fortress ship that is circling the island. Kelpie's people coming wrath. in, yeah, Kelpie's okay. wrath. All right, uh, people as they come in and out, um, especially if there are any new arrivals. I think uh, Octavius will walk up to them, do the glad hand thing, and try and like just talk to them about their entrance. Did they encounter the wrath? Did they feel anything about it? That sort of deal. All right. Uh, there is a uh, portmaster, Dock Harbor uh, building that you can go to and check with things like that. Uh, it's a it's a woman. Um, looks like she's mid fifties. Big, huge tracts of land, um, and she's just kind of unsavory. Busy as hell, writing down. Looks up at you. Yes. Can I tell how she feels about me right now? Um. I, neutral. Neutral? Yeah. I'll just walk up to her and go, Hello, my name is Octavius Rendered Obsolete, and I would ha- like to have some information from you. <laughs> and I rolled a natural 20 on that diplomacy check. Doesn't he roll that for you, though? Not for diplomacy. Oh. That, that one's okay. That's a 44. So she sits down her pen, sits back. What could I help you with, Derry? Well, I have some questions. And my buddy Zort, and I'll wave to Zort and Edna and Taven and be like, my buddy Zort and I would like some questions answered about the oh, Kelpie's wrath. What can you tell us about she, that ship? She as she's, see her mark herself, like uh, genuflect kind of oh, thing. Oh, and then know? I'll just like mimic exactly what she does. Yeah, like, I mean, how many people on this Kelpie's wrath? 
The Kelpie's Wrath? You don't know what the Kelpie's Wrath? What? The Kelpie's we're, Wrath? We're new to town, and yeah. we're trying to learn the uh, the customs and the other information about this area. Well, she appeared, oh, I don't know, two, three days ago. We don't really like to speak of the Pirate Queen. Faith's deeply personal to us pirates and the shackles. Dedicating the temple to Besmar curries her favor, but at a cost. A tithe has to be paid to the sea, where Besmara will take fivefold in more painful ways. Walk's a tricky one and loves her shiny trinkets, but she'd best not try to cheat Besmara. All right, so you said that Wark is going to have to give some trinkets to Besmara? Yeah, she's uh, she's got a new temple to Besmara over the Black Guard's Revenge that attacked her Talon Citadel a couple months ago. So she's built this Basmara temple over the ship, and now there's a bunch of hags down there taking the tributes in from what we give to Basmara. All right, so like, is that like treasure? What kind of tributes are you giving to Wark to give to Basmara? Gold. Gold. All right, yeah, that makes sense. Things worth lots of gold. Besmar likes gold. Besmar loves gold. Everybody loves gold. And she kind of mark. She genuflects again. And Zord will just like wave his hands around. (laughs) 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 The hell's that? Uh, Well, do you know what Warwick's planning on giving? Anything in particular? She kind of stops for a second. She points. You can see her right now. She points out to the sea, and you see Kelpie's wrath slowly go across. The horizon. It's not super close, but it's not like a tiny dot. You can make out the sails and like it's just darkness, and it looks kind of like it's a, almost like a ghost ship. Yeah, I was gonna say, does it is it seem ethereal? Yeah, but at the same time, not okay. like this is this is a this is the avatar of a goddess who has come to bless, protect, and warn everybody at this gala what Besmara wants and how she thinks she thinks should be done. So it's also it's a blessing as well as a warning and a curse. Gotcha. And she just, you know, until it goes out of sight, she just kind of stares at it. And goes, what were we saying? Uh, uh, yeah, so Wark has got to give some stuff to Besmara. Does she have maybe, like, is she going to be doing a big giveaway at the regalia? Is this when she's going to be giving away stuff? No, it, it, it's... Or is it actively being given, like, right now? Well, but you can go give your blessing anytime you want. Well, I'm not. I'm not me. I'm talking about Wark. It's not a. It's not a. Raffle. <laughs> <laughs> people, uh, people so, are so dear Zord, dear Zord. There is a common, <laughs> uh, common trait, a thing that they do here in the shackles, where they just toss gold in the water. The fuck? There. That's how they pay tribute to Besmara. They just give the gold to her by tossing it in the sea. Hell, and why that, not just give the gold to me? Because you're not Besmara. That's I mean, but I, I give oh, it. Zord, 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 Zord. We're not Duh. here to pass judgment on what they do here in Don't the shackles. Don't be talking about taking Besmara's gold in my presence. No, 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 no. That would be very unfortunate. She, she, yes. She flex again. And he, like, waves his hands in the air. <laughs> Edna will whack Zord with her purse. So that is what whacking with the person. (laughs) So that's what Wark is trying to do: is pay tribute to Besmara. And uh, dear Portmaster, what was your name again? Givler. Givler. (laughs) 
All right, hold on. Let me write that down so I don't forget. I appreciate all the information, Givler. I'm you, just trying to understand your cultures here. You mentioned that uh, work had better not cheat Besmara. Has she not been giving tribute as she should be? She has, she has. But just talking about taking Besmara's gold instead of throwing it to her in the ocean. No, you don't talk about that, especially with Kelpie's wrath right there. Yeah, it would be a bad idea, Zord. You shouldn't I do apologize. That. Okay. He waves his hands in the air. You mentioned <laughs> hags at the bottom of, uh, did you call it the Guard's Revenge? Blackguard. Blackguard. Blackguard's Revenge. Yeah, it's the ship that attacked the Talon. Right. And was fought off. And it was destroyed, and she's built a temple over this ship, yes? Yes. And there, are, you said hags are at the bottom of this ship. Yes. What are the hags doing? They're gathering the tribute and protecting the tribute from uh, people like this little governor. <laughs> okay. Oh, <laughs> Zort like but disappears behind Edna. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about that goblin. We've got him well in hand. Good. So the hags are working with work, so they are not evil. Well, they're not really. Okay. Good. But uh, no, they don't work with work. They're they're worshippers of Besmara. They're Besmara's clergy. Well, I guess you can call them clergy. I I understand. Because Matt really doesn't know what to call them. Clergy sounds like a wonderful term, Matt. Thank so, <laughs> the Kelpie's Wrath. As it sails around on the horizon, have ships been reporting whether or not they are have an effect when they get near the Kelpie's Wrath? Roll me d20. 15 on the dice. No, no, there's... Kelpie's Wrath is just sailing. You make way for her when she comes near, but she's not harassing anybody. Very well, then. Zort, come out of hiding. I am sure the portmaster, Givler, will be more than happy to see you again, as long as you don't steal any gold. I won't steal no gold. She kind of gives you an evil eye. <laughs> if she gives me the evil eye, Zort looks at her real quick yeah. and then waves his hands in the air. <laughs> just trying to replicate whatever the hell she's doing. Blasphemer, get out! Edna will get in between them. Don't you harass my grandson! Who are you? I'm his grandmother. Fingers. <laughs> goblins on goblins. <laughs> so, uh, does anybody else have any questions for the good, good harbor master, portmaster Gibbler? Yeah, nope. so when they throw their gold into the water, is it like a well or is it just any body of water? The, well, it's, it's over this ship and the three hags make a whirlpool and gather it up down at the bottom. Oh, so they're not like doing it at the dock. No, they're in the water. Have you not been listening? Have you not been listening? Ah. Listen to your granny. Zord ah. <laughs> <laughs> is speechless for the first time ever. <laughs> Taban's looking around to see if there... Uh, are there any tributes coming in via ship that are staged or queued here at this dock or this port? That's what he wants to perceive. I'm not sure I understand your question. Is that are there any tributes going to um, work work that are here at the dock that are going to be presented to her in the next day, two day, three day? Like is somebody storing something at the docks to give to her right. later? Like customs thing? coming through for scanning, whatever. And you're just kind of looking around, like 
nondescript, indescript. Right. There's not really a warehouse for storing things. This, it, like, it's very much a port town. There's, you can't think of anywhere that you would have a large crate. So if somebody has a tribute, it's handheld or something they can keep on themselves. Okay, what about ships around the port and different docks? What about the ships? How many? Like, how Full, are we looking at? Uh, Twenty. And there's some out in the heart, you know, out actually in the harbor. They're taking turns, dropping people off. Like, this is a big deal. Okay. Harbor Master Giffler, yes. please give this gold piece to Besmara. Thank you for all of your assistance today. And she yes, bites it. It's a good piece. Yeah, it is a good piece. So what did you say your name was, honey? Octavius Rendered Obsolete. <laughs> rendered Obsolete. I love that. That is a good name. Well, you know, it's going to be dark soon. I leave when I'm dark. I'm going to go to the thumbs pinky. I uh, will meet you there. I like the grandmother. She's very sweet. She's a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'll buy you a drink, Gibbler. Uh, Baby. Uh, so, personal question. Yes? How can a deaf, fingerless old lady be a bitch? <laughs> she literally can't do anything but look at you. Why do you think she lost them fingers? Ooh. <laughs> I'm busy. I'll see you later, honey. As a board master, I'm sure you also understand Morse code. Which is yes. Exactly. <laughs> Very good. That's how she knows about Thumb Pinky Lady. Very well. Shall we retire to an inn and d discuss our uh, learnings? I don't know. Whatever you want to do. Not you. Thank you, dear Harbor Master. I will see you tonight. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, guys, we uh, we want to go to an inn? What the hell happened to your voice? We walked away. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love what you're doing with your voice transition. That's great. <laughs> so we're walking away, and we're like, all right, guys, uh, do we want to go to an end, maybe discuss some things, and we can learn about the things, and then we can discuss what else we need to find out maybe tomorrow, and then we'll go to Thumb Pinky and get smashed. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, I think so, too. I, I'm just, I'm exhausted. I don't know about all of you. That's because you're old. <laughs> what? We're moving on to the end. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on the other side of town, which is basically across the street, there is the inn, and it's called the inn. And <laughs> you can't do that when I'm taking a sip. <laughs> so, so sorry, so sorry. And <laughs> uh, the inn is uh, mostly full. Like everybody's here. There is one room left, and it's five gold a night. Oh, yeah, I toss it on the table. I'll give her 15 gold for all three nights. Damn, I should say 10. Okay, room's yours, Anjuki. Say 15 gold? Yeah. That's just you. Yeah, I got it. How room's big, yours. How big's yeah. the room? All of us sleep in it? Yeah, we'll have to all sleep in it. There's only one room left. Did you not hear her? Oh. There's a <laughs> To bed. be fair, three, two goblins and a gnome. We don't take up a lot of space. <laughs> we really don't. Big ol' elf. <laughs> My, you're a tall one. <laughs> So we're in our room. You're in the in room. Uh, there is a bed, a pillow, a table, and a chamber pot. That's it. And a window out, too. You can see over the docks. I paid for it. I get the bed. <laughs> that was my diplomatic voice. <laughs> uh, so, guys, we've learned a lot of stuff about everything in this area. We know about Deep Harbor Court. We know about Fortress Court. We know about Pretty Court. We know there's a nest that she roosts from and rules from. We know there's Barracks Kitchen and a private area she has behind the throne. 
so we kind of know the layout of the land. She's probably got this thing that she captured so long ago in her private area, right? That's where I'd keep it anyway. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I gotta tell you though, there's something we're missing here, guys. Hey, uh, Taban, can I see that note one more time? And while you're fi searching it out, ah, there's 60 guards and we got Kelpie's rats. Go ahead, pull out the note. I don't have the note. I thought you had the note. No, I thought you had the note. Edna, go ahead and hand Zort the note. What are you talking about? I don't have it either. I don't have it. Unless, I mean, I, Taban, I thought you had it. No, I give it over to Octavius. And Octavius will start, like, searching through his uh, clothes, like all the pockets and folds of his clothes. Egg. What? I said you find an egg. Uh, and I pull <laughs> out an egg. I, I don't remember that being there, and I'll toss it in the chamber pot. Why did you throw away the note? Blink, Are blink, you blink, blind? That's blink. an egg. That was an egg, dude. Crack it open. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, man. Again, Taven, I've told you about this. I'll look in the chamber pot, make sure it's been cleaned out recently. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Taven, you're up. Well, good thing I didn't actually put the real note in the egg. <laughs> and I pull it out of my pocket and hand it to you. Uh, you know what? I'm beginning to think you're oh, kind of an man. asshole. <laughs> Who invited the illusionist? <laughs> and you hear a tear hit the floor in Caliphas. <laughs> so Zort's got this. Uh, he, he pulls the note out of your hand, and he's kind of looking at it. Uh, all right. Okay, here we go. So she became a pirate and a free captain, and she spent much of that time exploring sites in Osirian, including the packed stone pyramid. Among the treasures, she pulled from that tomb some scribblings pertinent to your current endeavors. Uh, may now lie within my master's inner sanctum. So this is a note from someone that works for Wark, and they were sending it to Nasarian, who is some dude at... The Herald Knights. Now, you guys got that? That sounded about right. The Knight Heralds, but yes. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, fuck them. Uh, okay, so then it says that maybe... Okay, so maybe this theorem is in the Master's Inner Sanctum. At least, that's the theorem, but this I can neither confirm nor deny. It's like they're saying the theorem is a theory. Like, they don't know if it's really there or not. There's a theory that the theorem exists. That's what it feels like. You guys kind of feel like maybe this note is like coded somehow uh it seems pretty straightforward to me there's just something about it i don't know uh continue hmm. continue reading continue reading of course such theorems demand proof all right all right toward that end you'll find enclosed a red flag as my master is blah, 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 blah. k yours k who's k i thought this was from caleria but it just says no. k no, they, Kaliri's, her group, intercepted this note, headed to Nasirian. Yes. They copied everything, and then they sent the note along its way. So Nasirian has also received this same exact note and this same exact red flag. All right, I'm just thinking here. I'm a spy for the Palantine Order, right? Then a lot of spying over my years, and the few times I've had to write notes like this, I've hidden messages in them. There's got to be something in this. Matt. Lemon juice. Over an open flame. <laughs> oh, lemon juice. You guys produce the fire. I bet there's a hidden note on the back. Gotta be. That's We're what I would We're gonna steal do. the Declaration of Sandpoint. <laughs> 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 I was there a few years ago. I should have thought about it then. What are we doing? We gotta go. <laughs> I hold up my hand and oh. there's a flame in my hand. 
I put the note over the flame. Hero point. Oh, sweet. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Matt, can I make some sort of check to see if I can interpret like a hidden message or anything in this? Give me an idea what kind of check you would want to use for um, that. I would think maybe... What do we got here? Um... I don't know. I just looking here. Maybe thievery check or underworld lore to decipher a message. Yeah, maybe perf- not performance. There's no would be society. Well, I, I don't think that there's anything in particular that would do that exactly. You know what I mean? Like my only thing I could think of would be thievery or maybe diplomacy or maybe crafting. Like if I can use a crafting check to see how this message was crafted. I would say the best skill available for this would be an underworld check to hear if people have used some kind of code before yeah. or anything like that. And I do have underworld lore. Okay. So uh, I think you would make that check I though. I do. It's a plus 16. I rolled a two. <laughs> Great. Which, in all honesty, um, the more you think about it, you're reading this note over and over again, just hashing over it, trying to figure out what is the code. It's not a difficult code. It's just the fact that this person is alerting the Syrian that the theorem, the last theorem, is there without saying, hey, the last theorem's there. So they're misusing the word theorem in the note. Yeah, that's kind of what it feels like. The way that they're using it seemed weird to me in general. Right. So, and that's the that's the slight code that you've, like, it's, there's no secret message. It's just they're trying to indicate that it's there without saying that it's there. So it's kind of like, hey, the theorem may or may not be there. Yeah, the theorem, like, instead of saying the theory is, it's blah, blah, blah. She's misusing the word theorem, saying theory the theorem. is demand proof, yeah. not theorems, but yeah, and the theorem is specifically what we're after. The last theorem. Gotcha. So, yeah. what, all right. So, message came from K. I'm pretty sure K is confirming that the theorem is there. So we know that it's there, but I'm really interested in who K is because that means Work has a double agent. There. Oh, we could ask the guards about. Uh, Guards are people who work for Wark, who are named... Starts with a K. I mean, it might be pertinent information to Wark in general. What if you want to meet with her, Taban? We could maybe get a message into her to let her know that we think she may have a double agent. Well, we could always go back to the bar, and uh, Blondie over here could just ask around. Uh, don't forget that uh, Octi over there has got a date tonight. Oh. <laughs> I do not plan to fulfill such a date. Ah, oh, so you're one of those kind of guys. You hear get another <laughs> tear drop in the distance. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Let me see that note. So Taban looks at the note for about a minute. Guys, the text on this is changing. Oh, God. Oh, it's another one of his tricks. At that. Oh, Jesus. What does it say? Uh, the note says, look behind your ear. Where did you get all this gold from behind your ear? (laughs) Taven, seriously, the world is about to end. Could you stop it with your silly tricks? We've got to have a little lighthearted. I have an idea. I'm going to run this by you. You tell me if you think this is work. So I was thinking, and he reaches into his bag and pulls out this golden idol of giving this as tribute um no real quick book, book. it's obvious that you cast a spell yes okay but and also I now have... that it exists it's okay. there forever okay. Okay. or it uh, duration all right for them it's obvious I so they know. saw you casting a spell yes. and say hey oh. do you think 
This could at least get me an audience. I think it's a terrible idea. If we get found, we risk this entire mission. Nana Edna, you're a spy too. Have you ever done anything like this? Well, I, 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 I suppose so. And you know, I was, uh, I was planning to retire after this mission. So, so oh, if you die, it's not a big deal. Is that what you're saying? Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. Give me the idol. And I hand it to her. So, plan is, try to give the idol to Wark. Yes. And get an audience with her, right? And get out. Can't hurt. Why do you have, uh, why are you hanging up over there, Octi? Oh, this sounds like a terrible idea. I mean, it's better than my idea. I wanted to go scaffold the Citadel. Oh, that's an even worse <laughs> idea. But with your... The Tingu, can, she can smell gold. Does that smell like gold? Smell it. <laughs> Smells real to me. It, and it I'm does. a goblin. It does. All right. Well, there's no time like tomorrow. So, out of curiosity, is uh, Octavius here? It is Octavius, right? Yes. Is Octavius like in character for us right now? Yes. Okay, I like He's that. He's trying to convince all of you that this is a terrible idea. Yeah. Okay, right. smarty pants. What do you think we should do? Um, I think we just go in. Uh, Search out more information rather than try and fool a Tingu with a fake gold piece. Now, the only thing is, sorry, this is back to Illusion. Not the heightened one. Any creature that touches it or uses a seek action can examine it to disbelieve it. But at level, at second heightened levels two, it makes appropriate sounds, generates smells, and feels right to the touch. And it also has, yeah. So if you were to hand this to her, she would basically get a will save. If she decides to disbelieve it for some odd reason. It's a risk. Maybe it's a risk we should take uh, later in day two. I'm okay with waiting, but I need to have an audience with her. Yeah, I mean, I didn't want to do it tonight. It's bedtime. Why do you need to have an audience with her? I just do. All right, secrets like that among friends are no good. Thank you, Zort. If we're going to be in here together, we got to go all out. My grandson is right. What are you, what are you planning? My grandson is right. And Tobin turns into now. Oh my God! Oh no! <laughs> Two of her that fast? I don't. I don't. I need to actually. Yes. Check how long it that takes fast. to cast? <laughs> how long does it take to cast? Really? It, it's probably. I mean, it's a it's, standard two stand well, or uh, two actions, less yeah. than six seconds. But you know, for the scene, you just basically morph yep. as you're talking. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God! Oh, oh my God! <laughs> that was perfect. <laughs> Let's just hope uh, Nasaria doesn't see both of you. That seems to be a risk worth taking. And then I dismiss it. We are resting, right? Because I am wasting. Wait a minute, everybody. (laughs) It's noon. (laughs) Well, (laughs) we can't cast spells inside of the Citadel. But what if it's cast outside of the Citadel and then brought in? Well, they, they may have some sort of dispel magic on the Citadel. You may walk right through that door, and all of a sudden, you're right back. This seems like a risk worth taking. Um, Do we know if the Citadel is covered with this anti-magic field currently? We don't, but I bet we can find out. To the thumb pinky! (laughs) (laughs) Looks like you're having your date. (laughs) Hi there, how you doing? Been a long time. I mean, like, 45 minutes. Yeah. Oh, this, well, this has been a long day. 
<laughs> Everybody's still triple time, so they probably have to be. Yeah. He's Everybody's been serving beers like crazy. He's exhausted. Like, what's that big blonde buxom woman? Come on back. <laughs> Dave. She's pretty. Around for everybody. She's pretty. And he turns around, gets some beers, and you know, shuffles them out to you. Sloshing left and right. How trashed are the guards right now? Uh, Trashter. Trashter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're drunk. I mean, like, they have no responsibilities. The ones that are on duty are not here, so... These are this. This is what they do on their day off. It's a party for a week, leading up to this gala. So, off duty soldiers drinking. That's what it is. And that jo- same guy, Joey, is sitting over there. Joey, 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 Joey. I do have a quick question for you. Is this anti-magic field for the gala? Is it an effect on the Citadel currently? What? <laughs> I'll slow it down for you. Is the effect? Of the anti-magic field there. on the citadel currently in effect. There's, it's not a anti-magic. It's when you cast a spell, you light up. Is it in effect right now? I honestly don't know. Can we find out? Sure. Is uh, Zwart's right there with you, right? Yeah. So, uh, Joey, real question is, that's pretty powerful magic. How is it being cast? I mean, I'm a, I like to cast spells, but that that would take a lot of energy, man. Give me a knowledge, uh, div, div, uh, divine. Uh, would I make religion? this, or would you make this? Uh, what's your is, is religion? I, I don't know the knowledge skills in second edition. Is there there's a religion? Re- there is religion. There's arcana. Religion. I want a religion. I'm going to go ahead and use my lore master skill again. Okay. So you roll two and you pick the higher one, and I have a plus twelve. Plus twelve to religion. Rolled a nine, and I rolled a fifteen, so twenty-seven. You know, the guards like hell if I know. Besmara. Ah. For the parlay during the gala, Besmara has gifted Wark with this field to help with the parlay. So you can identify if somebody's trying to cast an illusion, or somebody's trying to get one over, or use detect now, or anything like that. Because there's also gambling going on. Right. So you figure that since you've got the Kelpie's Wrath, you've got like. Besmara's attention is right here. This is a goddess casting her protection over the gala for for a equal level parlay. Gotcha. Okay. Man, this is gonna be difficult, guys. Yes, yes, it is. Joey, another beer for you, good sir. Oh my god. <laughs> He's got like three in front of him right now. Oh uh, well, is that <laughs> no, that's too no, many? No, 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 okay, no. Okay, okay, okay. Very well. What do you think I am? An elf. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he looks at he looks at Tabon. Sorry, Kurt. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Uh, Edna, do you still have the object I gave you? Of course, sweetheart. I got it right here. Don't pull it out. What you got? Do you want to test this out right now? Yeah. <laughs> Let's go test out. Eh, test out what? Uh, we're going to go out to the back alley for a second. Or at least one of someone else is going to go with me to the back alley. want to consult. So, I'm not sneaking, but we'll go back out there. Anyone out at the back alley? Uh, just, yeah. I mean, but just... The alley is as busy as the front road. Like, nobody's paying attention. People just moving back and forth. People puking, sleeping. Probably who? a little who? canoodling. Octavius will go with you. All right. Octavius. Yes. I've always had this ability to... Suggest people to yeah. do something. Right. Yeah. I talk to them and they do usually what I ask them to. 
What if I could get the guard to take that idol into the temple? Oh, wow. But if he takes it in, then we don't have control of it no more. As long as we walk with him, we can see what happens. Better him than us. Let me go get Edna. Hold on. Edna! Oh, uh, uh, Edna. Edna. <laughs> and Zord, come out here with us for just a moment. Uh, Joey, just excuse us, please. Uh, just just a moment. Who are you? Uh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yes, dear, what is it? What do you think? Uh, Taven here has a, an excellent idea. What if our friend Joey here takes the object in and we see what happens? Oh, I think that's brilliant. Out of curiosity, are you wanting him to just take it in and bring it back to you? He can just give it to... That's my thought. Like, if we're going to have him take it in, just have him take it to Quark. Exactly. So we are going to secret this uh, idol on Joey and follow him to work tomorrow? No. Remember the bossy blonde? Yes. She's going to get him to uh, take it in for him. Very well. David, it's all you, buddy. And he slaps him (laughs) on the shoulder and walks, or slaps him on the ass and then walks in. That's fine. (laughs) So I'm putting on my disguise, and hopefully Edna will hand me the uh, idol. She will. Because I don't have... Just making sure. It doesn't say anything about concentration for this item or anything like that. It says duration permanent? Duration is unlimited. Yeah, then you should be fine. Yep. Okay. I just wanted to make sure I'm not violating anything, because this seems... You're about to violate this guard. I was about to say, you can violate me anytime (laughs) in that costume. Before she goes back in, Edna will uh, take some tissues out of her purse... And uh, go over to David. Come here, darling. And kind of just stuff him in the in the, the bodice of the dress to make the. Uh, I've got something you know. for him. <laughs> He's got falsies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so just real quick, you're planning on basically using suggestion on Joey. Correct. Okay. Meta-wise, I'm using the spell suggestion on Joey to get him to take it in as tribute for work. Awesome. But not from me. From that makes sense. Busty Blonde. Okay. And I have uh, to go with him until he enters the citadel. Because okay. I can only be with him. I think I have to be with him 500 feet of the item. So I just want to make sure I'm clear because I think I might have misunderstood. You're not planning on giving it to him to give to her to get an audience with us. Correct. This is just, just to, to test out happens. to see what happens okay. for later. Okay. Testing uh, the defenses. Correct. Okay. I am. I also have suggestion. So Zort is going to be prepared. If he fails your suggestion, I'm going to cast it as well. Does that okay. make sense? You can yes. prepare an action? Yeah. Well, you can't prepare a... But you yeah, were trying yeah, to say, yeah, like, yeah. I'm going to be paying attention. If Zort sees that he's not catching with up with you, like, if he succeeds against your will save or whatever, then I'm going to cast suggestion and, and recommend the same thing. So we'll have double backup, basically. Sounds okay. good. So I'm changing. You're a, now you're a buxom blonde. Buxom blonde. Human. And Joey is on. still there, and he's his eyes are starting to get a little heavy. You can see he's <laughs> been deep in 17 <laughs> cups today. Hey, honey. Hey, baby. You want to do me a favor? Yep. So, I got a little something out back I want to show you. Let's go. <laughs> so, we go out back. <laughs> and Zort is actually standing. He's invisible. He's got one of his uh, cloaks up. But okay. He's using his cloak that allows him to be invisible for a few minutes. So. Edna okay. is right next to him. Invisible as well? No. Or? Yes. Everybody. It'd be funny if she wasn't. Just, yeah. <laughs> just, just, just grinning, holding her purse. <laughs> hey, honey. <laughs> And Octavius? He's in the bar trying to dodge uh, Givler. She's not there yet. It's Thank gonna God. Be, yeah, the shift's not over. <laughs> so I hear that you're pretty good friends with Warwick, right? Well, I mean, I work for her. So I've got a couple of gifts I want to give her. I was thinking about having you give this to her for me. Sure, hand it over. Uh, hand the item over. 
Let's puts it in his pocket or a pouch or something like that. His jacket. Can we go give it to her now? No. Why not? Uh, she doesn't. She's not taking audience right now. But you said earlier that tributes she'll take any time. Sure. That's a tribute from you to her. Do you want me to go to my boss's house, knock on her door, say, hey, somebody want me to give this to you? To the temple that you guard, and it's a present from you, just to help your reputation. He yawns a little bit. Well, I can do it tomorrow. I'm off tomorrow. How about we do it today? Bring it. And now I'll begin casting okay. a suggestion. Uh, DC of uh, 31. Uh, failed. Ooh, nice. So just a regular fail. Is that just the work, spell works? Uh, fail, the target immediately follows your suggestion. The spell has a duration of one fucking minute. Dang it. Or until target has completed a finite suggestion, the suggestion becomes self-destructive or other negative effects, which point the spell is dismissed. So it only lasts for a minute? Yes. How far away are we from the place? It's two miles away. Shit. Yeah. So I do have Dimension Door. I do too, but I can't take people. You can't take people with you. Uh, I can. I want to say I th- Dimension Door. You should be able to. Is it range like five hundred or is it? It's like a huge range. Yeah. This is two miles away. I have two one mile Dimension Doors I can use. But I can also say that you know that this spell lasts a minute. Like this is your bread. Yeah, I wouldn't know that. Yeah. Uh, you I can, think we'd get you, closer. You can, like you. You can say if you want, you know, you didn't cast a spell now right. because you knew, like, it's not going to take him longer than a minute to get there. Right. But he's like, yeah, well, I'll just take this tomorrow. Let's get, where's your house at? Uh, I'm on, I'm, uh, I hole up in the Talon. You don't stay in the guards' quarters? At the barracks is in the Talon. In the uh, Citadel. And it's in the Citadel? Yep. Okay. Well, how about we go back to your place? Well, let's go. No suggestion needed. <laughs> no, no suggestion. <laughs> so we go to the Citadel. Yeah, you take off walking. And you guys see uh, Buxom Blonde, which is a normal, just like a disguise. It's not a spell. Like it's right. no this is just disguise. Well, he's going to be in for a rude awakening. <laughs> um, these two walk off. And I'm going to continue uh, following him. However, I am going to bring over my goggles. I've got these awesome magical goggles yeah. uh, that allow me... They're called tracker's goggles. Oh, so yeah. that way I can keep up with them no matter what, basically. Okay. Um, these simple lenses of forest spring glasses are bound in rough leather stitched with crude twine. While wearing these goggles, you gain an item bonus to survival checks to sense direction and track. If you fail a check to track, you can try again after 15 minutes rather than an hour. But basically, I just want to be in the background tracking them, making... you know, So you can give them a good lead so they can't see you behind them kind yes. of thing. Yeah. Okay. No problem. Octavius... Edna, what y'all doing? I'm following my grandson. Octavius is in the bar drinking, so we will have nothing to do with this scene. Okay. <laughs> then um, all you're going to do is drink, because they're going to be gone for at least an hour. That's if they go come straight back. So you're just drinking, not, not... And work in the crowd, trying to find any other information, but I think I've learned everything I can. Trying to get some more point. information. If there's anything to be had. What about Kay? What about Kay? I could actually. That's a yeah, brilliant. Just, that's suggestion. why it's like you discussed. I can to, yeah. find out about K. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Wes has a terrible memory. Octavius is brilliant. I also can throw my voice. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, I'll uh, I'll search for who K is working for work. Who are you gonna talk to? Because oh, I'm actually going. letting those guys go, and we'll yep. get to them later. Um, I'll find another guard. Like, it seems to be the easiest thing to do is just talk to guards about people who work for work. This is Joe B. I was afraid you were going to say that. I'm going to walk up to Joe B. 
And I'm going to say, hey, Joe B, let me buy you a drink. Give me that roll. See how you... So is it like Joe Influence. apostrophe E apostrophe D? Yes. Joe, Joe B. It's Job. Job. <laughs> Joe B. It's like 33. Okay. You... No, it's it's more than that. It's it's 24 plus 17. What's that number? 41. There we 31. go. 71. 41. A lot. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, and, you know, just like all the other ones, he's looks like maybe he hasn't been drinking quite as much. He's a little bit more alert, but... We... Let me fix that problem for you there, Joe B. How'd you know my name? Oh, I am a brilliant. I I heard your guy, your Joe, Joey. Joe, you know Joey? Oh yeah. I was he lives just next talking to Joe F. Yep. <laughs> and you're just two doors down between Joe C and Joe D. I yes. understand completely. Joe so B. Joe B. Yeah. Let me buy you several beers. <laughs> and I need to talk to you about servants of work. Oh, like what? Well, I know that there are 60 guards working for her. Who else maintains a proprietorship within the the, the, the Citadel? Proprietorship within... I don't even know what Who that Who works means. for her? <laughs> Who does she work for? No. <laughs> <laughs> Who uh, does K work for? <laughs> K? Yeah, and if some of them begin with a K, that'd be lovely. But not important. You seem... I mean, there's Joe K. Um, I'm sure he's a funny guy. Give me a... I think there's a diplomacy check for gather information. Give me that diplomacy check. I believe you would make that check, man. Diplomacy? It's plus 24. It's 32. Okay, 32. Um, Okay. I mean, it could be Cad. Cadabat. He's a... He doesn't really work for her. He's a... He's actually a prisoner. All right. How do you spell that name? <laughs> Cad. K-A-D-H-I-B-A-T. He likes to go by Cad. K-A-D. In apostrophe. But you said he's a prisoner. Yeah, he's been a prisoner of works for a good two, three years. Where do the prisoners stay? He stays in the Citadel. In her room? I guess. You've never seen this Cad? Oh, sure. Yeah, he's here. He, yeah, he's... Does he free, just walk around? He's free reign. He's all over the place. Oh, so the, she's not shackled to a wall. No, no. He's he's a more of a what do they call that? A political prisoner? Yeah, he's she's tried to get some money off the his family, the the Al, uh, family. Oh, where does I had to the, figure out how to pronounce that? Where does the Alisman family hail from? Elsewhere. I'm not familiar with that country. Somewhere up north. Uh I don't know. He's got dark skin, dark wavy hair. He's kind of a oh, he's kind of a jerk. Oh, is he from Cheliax? Probably. That's where most jerks come from. I would agree. You are an astute man, Joe B. Well, I'm a guard. I've been paid to notice things, pay attention. Brilliant. And I just noticed my beer is empty. Oh no, it's not. And poof, there's another one in front of me. <laughs> so, Catabat. Dark hair, dark skin, probably from Cheliax. He is a political prisoner. Yeah. Could he yeah. possibly get messages in and out of the Citadel without anybody else really knowing? Is that a possibility? Sure. I mean, he's... I don't even know why they call him a prisoner. He comes and goes as he... He doesn't leave the island, but he's... Hell, I'm surprised he's not down here in the pinky thumb. I was about to ask. Could you get me an audience with Katabat? Doubt it. Really, I doubt it. Uh, he'll be at the gala. Thank you. Thank you very much, Joby. I, I do appreciate it. I think I just saw Givler walk in the door, and he disappears. The three of you, along with Joe E., 
take your time walking up to the Citadel. And like I said, it's a good two-mile walk away. So, you know, 30 minutes later, just kind of meandering. And Joey is, he's sloshed. He's stumbling a little bit. He's looking at this golden thing and like, man, why are you giving her three of them? You know, like he's very, very... <laughs> why do I have three hands? <laughs> oh my God, I'm going to aim at the middle one. Uh, as you get closer, um, you come around uh, the first tower of the Talon Citadel. comes into view and large flags are everywhere. But there's one in particular that's stretched out across a rectangular scaffolding. Inscribed on the flag are the following words. Welcome to the Black Guard's Revenge Temple Dedication. I don't know why I'm doing like an announcer voice, but it's, it's written down. Uh, the, gala is, <laughs> the gala is in an area of parlay. Draw no weapons and cast no spells. Exclamation point. Those in violation of the rules will answer to Work the Alabaster, Freak Captain of the Smoker, and Besmara, who watches by way of her herald, the Kelpie's Wrath. You have been warned. Have a good time. And give Besmara her due. Hey, na- Nana, Edna, uh, can you can you read that? Uh, damn it, Zort, I don't know. Eh, me either. It's probably just bullshit. Oh God, <laughs> come on. And you continue up <laughs> the pathway. Uh, you are down beside the um, the battlements of the citadel, and they're about thirty feet high. You can see just the, on the you can see the tips of like a ballista bolt sticking out and different things. You you can tell that this is a heavily fortified um, citadel, and you continue up the path uh, to the area that you've heard or they were telling you was called the fortress court, deep harbor court, deep harbor court. So we are in the citadel. No, this is like the area that's outside the citadel. There's, okay. You have not entered any doors. You're still outside. You're like you're looking over the edge of the citadel, and you can see the ocean. But also, you can see a dock that comes out from the deep harbor court and extends about sixty feet. And there's a ring at the end of it, all like a dock. And you have a very good feeling that this is the temple of Besmar that's being dedicated. You get to the top of the Deep Harbor Court. There are a set of double doors and they are shut and, well, you don't know if they're locked, but there's a set of double doors that go into the actual citadel itself. They're locked to the north and to the south. Uh, like I said, there's the, uh, um, oh my God, I think of that word, dock. To the south, you see the dock that goes out to Besmar's temple and as well, the other side of the Deep Harbor Court is another path similar to what you just came up and another uh, bastion, another... Uh, you see the, uh, a reflection. It's basically a mirror image of what you just saw with the ballista up there. They're called the Talons. These are the, the two Talons of uh, the Citadel. And like I said, there's a path that goes around, down, and kind of out of sight. So I... Tabin stumbles over to the double doors. So, Joey, is, is this where you live? Yeah, I live inside. And I try to open the door. It's open. Yeah. Oh. And he's moving towards it. Okay. This is a nice, this is a very nice place. Yeah. Doesn't cost me a copper. <laughs> he walks inside, the open, doubles the doors open, uh, walking through a, about a 20 foot long tunnel into an open area that's empty right now. There's gold, there are guards. It's not barren, but you know, the guards, uh, one of them looks at uh, Joey and sees the blonde kind of like, yeah, gives him that wink. Like, yeah. 
Uh, you see a set of stairs that go up to another set of double doors, which are closed, but, you know, go up, he opens them up, and you step into the third area that you were described earlier, known as the Pretty Court. And there are, it's it's pretty large, it's, you know, about 100 feet by 100 feet, but it's an, ob, it's, it's an unusual shape. It's not like a square. And there are four tables, and you can see there are actually people, guards and whatnot, gambling, playing cards, uh, playing dice, casually. This is not, this is like the normal day for the Citadel. Again, there are more stairs that go up again. Um, and in the pretty court, could we see Wark in her nest above it? You can see the nest, but she is not in it. Okay. Like this, her th- like it, it's her audience chamber, mm-hmm. and she's not receiving audience right, right now. So she's not there, but you do see what they were talking about. Okay. And at the top, you can see to the right, uh, the northeastern part of that balcony is a door and from this area you can see so the stairs go up to the balcony on this ground floor where the tables are there's a doorway that goes to the left and that's where Joe E is walking and you know it takes you through there all the guards are nodding and they're chuckling like yeah, thumbs up and you walk in and you get to this hallway and down the hallway, there's just door after door, left to right, left to right. right. It's, this is like a barracks. You know, these are individual rooms. Gets up, goes about, you know, 20 feet down, third door on the left, opens the door, and he kind of cocks an eyebrow and waves his hand on him. As, uh, and then a guard walks by and goes, Hey, Joey, you gotta bump this. Got it, Josie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, Matt, I do have a question for you. What's up? I have been following him. Yes, you have. Invi- and I've got invisibility cast on myself. Has it? How long does it last? Uh, it's one minute or until dismissed. I think that I probably cast it right before we went in. Okay. My question is, has it been ha- has it been dispelled? No, no effect. Okay, no you, effect. You That's all I'm different. trying to make sure. Yeah. Okay. So I still see the bulge in his pocket. Oh, yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> you set him up and he knocks him down. Wow. Phrasing. <laughs> so we're in the room now. Yes. Go in the room, shut the door behind you. He starts pulling his shirt off. I cast sleep. Okay. <laughs> What's the saving throw? Uh, DC 31. Wait, hold on. You're inside the Citadel and you're casting oh, magic? Oh, shit. No, I'm not. <laughs> yes, you are. I am an, intelli- I yes, am an intelligent person. Oh, yes, you are. Well, to be fair, you are like in a bunkers, right? So you should be okay. No, I shouldn't be. I'm in the Citadel. <laughs> well, we're about to see what happens with magic inside the Citadel. <laughs> I'm about to die. <laughs> oh, no. uh, he failed his saving throw and he... You know, falls over on the bed. Nothing happens. I check for the idol in his pocket. Still there. Okay. I mean, it's still there, right? Like, yeah. I'm going to go and dispar- however it works normally. Everything is working normal. I am dismissing the item, so it disappears. Okay. Bulge leaves. Yep. And so I'm going to go ahead and unlock the door, open it, go back out, and start leaving. And if any of the guards say anything, then we'll go from there. Well, Joe Z barely even down the end of the hallway. He's like, that was quick. <laughs> he falls asleep on yeah. you again? I remember what <laughs> yeah, it happens to him all the time. Why don't you come over to my yeah. bunk, baby? Yeah. No, I need to get back to the bar. Well, that's your loss, honey. You're going to be there later? I get off here in about, well, what time are you done? <laughs> I'll be finished my douche shift here at nighttime. I might, I might be there. I'll come find you. All right. I'll call it a date. <laughs> Well, I don't go that far. Shit, I mean. <laughs> like, no commitments, please. Yeah. Oh, hey, oh, hey, oh, hey. So. Unless you to marry me. When I leave here, I turn left and go up, right? 
<laughs> mad to think about it. Uh, no, no, no. You hang her right. You're trying to leave. Yeah, get out. Get What's out. What's left? Hussy. Hussy. Hmm? Oh. Okay, okay. I'm I'm leaving. Uh, it's, a, it's a less the kitchen. You don't want to go back there. They're cooking. Get so I'm walking gallon. out, going right, going through the double doors, down the stairs, back through the other side of the double doors, to the courtyard, and then back out. Okay. You're standing out front. I'm assuming Zort escorted the whole time. Yeah, Zort followed the whole time. And uh, Edna was there as well? Correct. Okay. And we're going to go back to the bar, or I'm planning on going back to the bar. Yeah, my invisibility probably yeah. is now I'm going to get rid of my so. disguise at some point when there's no one looking. Okay, no problem. There's not a whole lot of people traveling to and from. Like Everybody's getting ready for the gala. The cooks are in there cooking. The guards are where they're supposed to be. There's nobody traveling back and forth. You know, It's very rare that you see anybody. So he cast a spell and he didn't light up or anything. Did yeah. not. Hmm. Doesn't look like it's in effect yet, guys. <sighs> yeah, it kind of got me worried. We don't. I was. I was hoping that we would at least see what the effects would be. I mean, this guy's told us we're gonna light up, but I kind of forgot and cast sleep on him, and he went straight to sleep. Yeah, and my invisibility didn't seem to dissipate, and the idol was still there. Hmm. So we really have no idea what's gonna happen. Nope. And we'll see you next time. Oh, <laughs> nice! <laughs> Two weeks we got away. <laughs> How could you do this? Oh, thank you for joining us and these four nutty characters. Have a My good God. one, guys. Have Bye. a good one. The New Path Podcast is a production of the Back Patio Network. Doomsday Dawn is copyright 2018. Doomsday Dawn and Pathfinder 2.0 are trademarks of Paizo. Please follow us on Twitter for all network updates at BackPatioNet. Please download, rate, and leave us a review on iTunes or any platform you listen to. My name is Matt. You can reach out to me directly on Twitter at DM underscore BirdWord. Thanks for listening. This has been a Back Patio production.